Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Well, hello, listeners. This is Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Now, as you know from the last episode, recently my cousin Oliver came uh, for the evening. And one of the things we talked about was this criminal case, which you heard in the last episode. Uh, But also, we decided we would uh, record some more of our conversations. And so we decided that we'd play some kind of game, like a word game, uh, really for you to play as a listener, um, because... um, I've got um, an idioms dictionary and a phrasal verb dictionary. And so what we did was, um, uh, first of all, I had the phrasal verbs dictionary and Oliver had the idioms dictionary. And uh, what uh, Oliver did is he looked through the the phrasal verbs dictionary and he picked out six phrasal verbs, which I had to use. And he wrote them down on a piece of paper. Then I looked through the idioms dictionary and I picked six idioms, which he had to use in our conversation, and I wrote them down. Then we swapped our pieces of paper, and we started to have a conversation um, about the news, and the aim was to try to use those phrasal verbs naturally in the conversation. And what you have to do when you're playing this game is try and identify which phrasal verbs and which idioms we had uh, been given uh, on paper. So it's like spot the idioms or find the phrasal verbs, okay? Um, That's it. That's how the game works. I think you get the idea. You've got to try and spot six phrasal verbs and six idioms in the conversation. Now, um, I'm going to just start playing the conversation to you in a moment. And what you will notice is that at the beginning, we're just chatting naturally before I start talking about the game. So I should probably help you because the, the first part of the conversation might be a little bit difficult to follow. Basically, Oliver is talking about how he went to a bowling alley. He went bowling recently and he saw some kids, some young teenagers who were having fun. And while they were bowling, they were taking pictures and video of each other, which um, which they then showed. They, they then spent a long time looking at. And Oliver was just kind of surprised that how young people these days enjoy themselves by kind of videoing everything. So everything's like a sort of media event for them because everything gets videoed and photographed and eventually put on Facebook or whatever. So it's just interesting for us to reflect on how when we were teenagers, we didn't have any of these uh, bits of technology. And so life for teenagers these days is really quite different. Um, So that's what we're talking about at the beginning. And I think the first thing my cousin says is, I went bowling the other day, or I went bowling recently. So just to help you with the conversation. That's it. Now you can listen to the conversation and the word game that I play with my cousin, Oliver. I hope you enjoy it. I'm bowling the other night. Yeah. And the, um, the, the people on the, on the lane next to us were filming each other. Like they were like maybe 17, 18 year olds, 19 yeah. year olds maybe. Um, like these black kids and they were sort of dancing and stuff. 
like they filmed themselves everything they did they were filming yeah. and like laughing into the camera and stuff and like you did next and like yeah. filmed the whole night and we saw them like just sitting around watching themselves and watching yeah. the video yeah. so it's f***ing weird proper video camera it was not like yeah. a big one but a little camcorder yeah it's like f***ing weird it's what, like it was a real you mean the way that young people live now is yeah. like they just do everything on video it's like and then watch themselves back and it's yeah. just this such self-involved in, kind of yeah. self-obsessed thing that's going on yeah yeah, yeah rather than just right. doing it and enjoying it, having bands like we used they to actually record that everything has to be recorded like they're making their own movie of, yeah. of them so that they, their can, own lives. they can capture them at each every moment and they're, they're constantly being filmed that's, yeah. that's what like young people these days go around the place being filmed all the time they just like have this really self-conscious approach to their uh, appearance and the way they are they like package themselves as like little products yeah you know like this is my style we kind of always did but they want to like they want to relive every moment they want to keep it but it's not so much it's like they want to own it and have it yeah possess possess their own past but it's not just that it's that they can do it too like we were actually we couldn't do it the closest we got to that was taping ourselves you know, that was like really cool when we had a tape machine or a video camera, we'd video ourselves doing stuff. And that was like really fun, but very rare. Yeah, or even happen. writing. It's like, it's just capturing yeah. any, anything, yeah, yeah. any kind of act, but now just the act of living is... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Right, so you know we're recording. Mm, I can see that now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I've just come up with a game because I thought we had a bit more time left on this podcast, so I thought I'd come up with some sort of speaking game. And what I've done is that uh, I've got the phrasal verbs dictionary and an idioms dictionary. And uh, we've just gone through them. We've picked out six phrasal verbs. I, um, Oliver has picked out six phrasal verbs for me to use. And I picked out six idioms for him to use. All my phrasal verbs begin with the letter L. Obviously, because for Luke. And then all Oliver's um, idioms begin... With the, the main word in the idiom begins with the letter M, just because M is the next. I like M and M's. You like M and M's. You would like some M and M's right now, in fact. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to have a chat about something, and as we do that, we're going to use the. We're going to try and use these phrasal verbs and idioms which we've selected for each other to kind of just add them into the conversation in a natural way. It has to be natural. If it's too forced, then you can fail. So it's got to be. It's got to be a really natural way of adding it in. Okay. And the listeners, what they have to do is try and find six phrasal verbs that you think that we are trying to add in. Six phrasal verbs you think we're trying to add in. And six idioms that uh, Oliver is trying to add into his conversation too. And then when you've done that, I'll tell you all of the phrasal verbs and idioms and we'll explain them. Do we have to do them in the sequence in which they've been Yes, written? they have to be given in the sequence in which they've been written on the paper. Okay. Okay. Do I look at them in advance? Or? Uh, no, no, you can't do just that. Just the first one, yeah, one just, at a time. Yeah, just okay. do them one at a time. Um, all right, so what should we talk about? Um, we can talk about... Um, sort of what's been going on in the news or something? We talk about current, my very limited knowledge of current affairs. Okay, well, why don't we start with that? Um, okay, so have you been... Like watching the news at all recently? I haven't actually. Really? Okay. <laughs> How come? What? Why is that? Because I've been so busy. Yeah. And when I'm not busy, my my time to escape is on the tube. Right. Uh, if you'd like to refer to a previous podcast, you'll understand. Yes, you spend a lot of time on the tube. And I've been escaping into fiction. Okay, so you kind of open up a book and sort of lapse into a dream or something. Yeah. And um, just go into like another world. So you're not watching the news on TV. No, no. no. But I, I'm, I'm aware of one or two things that have happened. Right. Um, I know of a particularly good news story. 
Really? Okay. Well, quite an interesting one. Did you hear about the guy in Sweden who was trapped in a car? No, I didn't. Have you not heard about no, this? No, I haven't heard about this. Guy in Sweden trapped in a car. Yeah. And um, this is going to be extremely difficult to, to drop this video into this. Well, just see how you get on. Um, I've already done one of mine. And um, <laughs> so this guy in Sweden was um, driving down a country track yeah. into, a, into a woods when he, his car skidded. Yeah. And he got, the car got kind of went into a, a ditch. A ditch. And the car was covered in snow. Yeah. Um, and he couldn't get out. Yeah, it snows a hell of a lot up there in Sweden. It just doesn't let up at all, does it? That's it's true. It just keeps snowing yeah. all the time. Um, and what happened? So he couldn't get out because of the snow. That's right. So he couldn't get out because of the snow. And um, guess how long he was trapped in the car for? Um, oh, let's see. Seven days? No, he, was, he, was, he, was, he, was, um, he came out alive. Came out alive? Yeah. All right. It, tur- it turns out that um, anyway, yeah. So take well, uh, okay. Let me see. Um, I guess you can survive if you've got water, and with snow, he might have had a source of water. I think you can survive for about eight days. Eight days. Yeah. Okay, longer. Really? Yeah. Fourteen days. Longer. Jesus. A month. Longer. Three months. No, no, no. Two months. Two months. Two months. Yeah. How on earth did he survive? By drinking melted snow, and apparently he must because normally it's it's four weeks, and then you're dead. Yeah. Basically, normally. Yeah. You know, without any water or food. But um. But if he's drinking melted snow, then that's water, isn't that's it? That's water. That's right. So so with only water, yeah. without food, four you weeks. Four weeks only. But because of the low temperature, he yeah. went into a state of hibernation and survived for two months. Because he was kind of hibernating. Basically, his body just, the temperature was low, his body just stopped using up any energy. He just yeah. drank melted snow. Two months and he was pulled out of the car alive. Flipping heck. Quite two months. That's unbelievable. Um, I, God, I can't imagine what it must have been like for him, stuck in the car. No. It, it must have been very difficult. He would have been... Um, lonely. Very lonely, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it, it, yeah... This is extremely difficult to get into a conversation. <laughs> no, it's not. You can do it. You just be creative. Um, let's see. What else has been going on at the moment? Um, I don't know. I haven't really been... It feels like there's been no news. Well, there was the boxing. The boxing, yeah, that's right. There was a big fight uh, between two rival boxers. That's right, yeah. Or something. Well, one boxer said that he was no match for the other boxer. Yeah. And the other boxer didn't like that at a press conference. And so they had a fight. So they, they had a fight, not in the ring. These, this, one of them was a pundit, so he was commentating on oh, the match. Okay. He ended up, after the fight, having a fight with one of the fighters. This is all very confusing now. Yeah. These fighters are very... It's, it's all about promotion, isn't it, with these yeah. boxers? You know, they really sort of just lust after, like, a big news story or something in, in the newspaper. They're always just sort of really going for some kind of promotional thing, aren't they? I That's suppose. right. And, 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 and see, what happens, of course, is they're very, they're very uh, controversial. And so, you know, when, when one person criticises the other one, they just sort of lash out at them in defence. That's you know? right, but normally you lash out in the ring. But in this particular case... They decided to take matters into their own hands yeah. and actually fight outside of the ring in a press conference. Right, okay, so it's... Um, yeah, that's that's almost like a criminal act, right? Exactly. Yeah, well, David, David Hay is quite famous for giving you know lots of chat and talk yeah. after the game. And, yeah. and it, it turns out he got a dose of his own medicine from, really? the, yeah. other, from um, the other fighter. Right. Who was also you know, going, getting back at him. Right. David Hay, is that his name? That's his name. See, I've got, got a joke. I've got a joke. the fighter's name. I've got a joke for you. Yeah. What do gay horses eat? I don't know. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have read that in the newspaper. 
or something. I do sort of um, do like reading the newspaper. It's nice to have a cup of tea and just leaf through like the daily paper, isn't that? That's right. Pleasure? It's true. It's a routine. It's a it's a morning ritual. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, I remember when I used to do that when I was. I, did, I don't do it so much anymore. Yeah. You know, but now because now it's all digital, so yeah. you know, t- think just remembering just leafing through a paper is just t- like taking a trip down memory lane for me it really days. is yeah because now you do it on your iPad that's right you swipe so yeah I see how do you feel about all the criticisms that uh, Apple has had about its products uh, do you mean the, the way that they're made I mean for example the fact that A that, uh, they managed to kind of convince everybody to buy products that they could get cheaper elsewhere um, do you think that it's um you know, do you think they're valid criticisms, or do you think that it, the Apple products are genuinely worth the extra money? I think they're worth the extra money really? because you're buying the software and the hardware. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, they've changed the world because what you, you used to kind of well, no, you'd see something interesting. You know, you'd have to make a mental note and remember yeah. what that thing was, or you could, or you'd have to kind of. Um, but don't have, but have knowledge to to know about it. Now you can just make make that note on your on your phone, or you can look it up on Google. You don't need to know information. Anymore. But you see, um, but th- this is the thing that uh, Apple somehow has managed to convince everyone that they're the ones who came up with all these things. But they made they, it. They they didn't really come up with these things that you can Google something when you're outside, or you know, they it's not Apple. No, but they that. no, but they um, they made the experience so effortless. Okay, it's about the experience, the user okay. experience. They perfected it. But I've heard that some of the phones are actually better than, than the app, the Apple iPhone now. Like the Gams, the, the Gamsung? The Samsung, Samsung. Yeah. Galaxy S2 apparently yeah. is, is possibly even better. Is that according to Samsung? Uh, Samsung, yeah, my yeah. Korean student. <laughs> it's called Samsung. Samsung. Um, yeah. No, it's just from reading extensive online reviews of uh, the two handheld devices. The two mobile devices. Yeah. Um, but um, I suppose, you know, I guess Apple are just up there, you know, earning money. They're, you know, any, they just laugh off the criticism, don't they? They probably doesn't. They do. Well, when people take the Mickey out of them, they're really quite quite confident. Yeah. In their products, just to kind of say, well, look at the sales figures. You know, mm-hmm. you can make you can take the Mickey out of us as much as you like, but at the end of the day, yeah, we've sold more flipping iPhones, yeah, haven't we? We've got more cash in the bank than the US government. We've got cash. Coming out of our blooming ears, we have. Have you finished? I have finished. You finished? Okay. Right. So, oh, crash, bang, wallop. Um, all right. So we finished then. Did you f- did you manage to spot the uh, phrasal verbs and idioms that were written down on these pieces of paper that I've got in my hands? Let's see. I think I finished first, so I would say. Um, I could probably read out my uh, phrasal verbs first. I think they came in this order. The first one was lapse into something. To lapse into something. Uh, if you check the web page, you'll see all of these written down. Uh, to lapse into something is like to, you know, sort of drift into a dream or something, or uh, lapse into a coma, lapse into a yeah, dream. But, but it, it's more like you're you're defaulting to a, a kind of familiar way of behaving. So you know, but you, you lapse into a coma, don't you? It's like the idea of dropping down in into a different a li- way of being, a different frame in a literal of mind. sense. But you could lapse into your normal accent as well. Okay, you could lapse into. So it's kind of like shifting into a different paradigm. Well, it's shifting into a comfortable way of behaving. Okay. So you lapse into something. Is it the idea is that it's something that's that's your usual way of behaving? I think in terms of frequency with this expression. We would say things like lapse into a coma, right? 
It's quite yeah. a common well, no, phrase. We wouldn't, that. Yeah, but we wouldn't. You don't often lapse into a coma. No, I, no, it's true. But I'm just saying the word lapse. Yeah. Not the action. The word lapse. That's what tends it means. To, no, yeah. it tends to be used with the word in a co- into a coma. I think it's very common. Like if I um, uh, right, just Google that. Um, it's just got lots of definitions. Do you lapse into? Accidental or temporary decline or deviation from an expected or accepted condition. Lap- yeah, see? I've just typed lapse into into Google, and the first thing it says is lapse into a coma. Yeah. So, so th- there's quite an amusing one, which is lapse into a comma. Which is <laughs> obviously stupid. Uh, lapse into silence. Lapse into silence. I think you'd lapse into a daydream. Lapse into unconsciousness, yeah. Yeah, lapse into alcoholism, apparently. <laughs> in my example, it was, uh, you know, I was talking about Ollie, he works very hard, and then sometimes when he has time off, he just sits and reads a book and he lapses into a kind of dream or something. Right, yeah. uh, the next one I had was let up. If something lets up, it means it stops. Um, and it's usually kind of negative, you know, it just won't let up. This headache won't let it's, it's, up. It's when something that's been ongoing for a while stops. Yeah, when something on, is ongoing for a while and then stops. And we often use it in a negative way, don't we? It just doesn't let up. Yeah, that's right. Or the rain's finally let up. The rain has finally let up, yeah. I can't remember how I used it in the conversation. No. Anyway, you can listen back to it to find out. The other one was lash out, lash out. And this is when you, um, in a literal sense... It's when you sort of strike out with your hand, maybe to try and hit or slap someone very quickly. It's like a very quick, uh, aggressive, maybe defensive gesture with your arm or hand to lash out. Spontaneous as well. Spontaneous, like, get off! Like, you lash out with your hand to try and hit someone. And also, uh, sort of metaphorically, idiomatically, it can mean when you say something in a defensive or aggressive way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never loved you anyway. Yeah, he, he lashed out at her defensively. For example, okay. Next one is really nice, and it's to leaf through something. To leaf through something. Leaf like a leaf from the tree. Leaf through something. And that means to kind of slowly and carefully, in a relaxed way, go through the pages of a book or magazine or newspaper. Yeah. Slowly turn the pages as if the pages were leaves, you know, to leaf well, it's through. A, etymologically, that used to be the paper uh, paper or pages yeah. used to be referred to as leaves. So right. Leaves in a ledger, that kind of thing. Right, okay, so to leaf through something. It's a lovely expression. Slowly go through a newspaper, for example. And the next one was to lust after, to lust after someone um, or something. And lust, uh, we know, is that um, deadly sin, I think, is the sort of action of... Well, the the thing where you desire strongly desire something in a sexual way, but um, so if you if a man lusts after a woman, it means he really strongly sexually desires her. But you can also lust after other things. That's where you like really really desire something. Yeah, you could lust after power. So politicians could, are also often described as having a lust for power. Yeah, and I said that the boxers are, have a they always lust after publicity which is why they have these sort of events and things. And the final one for me was to laugh something off, uh, to laugh something off. And that's when, for example, something bad happens to you where you get criticised and you just laugh about it as a way of dealing with it. So, oh, it doesn't really matter. That kind of thing, just laugh. He called me fat, but I just laughed it off. Exactly. Excellent example. So those are my phrasal verbs. Now, Ollie, what were your idioms that uh, you idioms. There was the first one I found quite difficult to get into a story about hibernation and a a snow-covered vehicle. Yeah. But it was to take matters into your own hands. 
to take matters into your own hands. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean? So that means when there's something's happening and it's not within your control. Yeah. And then you decide that you're going to take it within your control and you're going to deal with it. Yeah. So, so in my in my example there were two fighters who were um normally you're supposed to supposed to fight within a boxing ring and they took matters into their own hands and fought within the, at the press conference. Yeah. Okay. So another example of taking matters into your own own hand might be for example when you're out in public and um, let's say something is happening on the bus like someone is arguing with the bus driver and the bus isn't moving you would say look I just took matter into my own hand took matters into my own hands and I went and I stopped the argument um, yeah. when we started going on the bus all right so take matters into your own hands okay right. and the next one is uh, to be no match for someone to be no match for someone so that's when you're you're in essentially inferior to them. So you're not a match for them. It would be easy for them to beat you in a match. Yeah. So he's no from. he's no match for Mike Tyson. Yeah, exactly. So he might be he might think he's tough, but he's no match for Mike Tyson or so, David Hay. So it means you're not good. You're not um, you're not as good as someone. So that's right. like you know uh, Manchester United are good, but they're no match for Barcelona. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I think I can't remember where I used that. I think it was one of the boxers being no match for the other one. Yeah, I think so. All right. So next we have to, to take the Mickey out of. Oh, I think this is out of order actually. Oh uh, yeah, you've done them in the wrong order. It doesn't really matter. Um, no. So we, to give someone a dose of their own medicine. To give someone a dose of their own medicine. Wow. So that's when someone is used to to kind of having a certain power or doing something when you decide to do it to them. So if it was right. um, someone who's always uh, being rude, when you're rude to them, you're giving them a dose of their own medicine. Right, okay, so and let's... Medicine being what the doctor gives you when you're ill. Yeah, so let's see, what is another example of someone giving them a dose well, of their in own the, medicine? In the, uh, in the podcast I said, um, David Hay is, is famous for you know, being rude and, and giving lots of abuse to people, and the other boxer at the press conference decided he would do that and he gave David Hay a dose of his own medicine right okay okay alright fine um, I just thought of another example which would be let's say someone a friend of yours is always playing tricks on you and he's always um, let's say leaving something for you to bump into and it's really annoying and one day you leave something for him to bump into and he falls over and makes a fool of himself and so you gave him a dose of his own medicine exactly if, yeah. he's, if he's a practical joker <laughs> some kind of office idiot and you you play a pl- practical joke on them then yeah they've got a dose of their they've, own medicine they've been given a dose of their own medicine yeah okay what else have you got so next is to take a trip down memory lane take a trip down memory lane shall we this is, is this a metaphorical idiom uh, well all idioms are metaphorical and it's uh-huh. the same thing yeah, oh, yeah true, true. either they're literal or they're idiomatic yeah. And so these are all idiomatic because you don't literally take a trip down memory lane. But, but you can literally take a dose of your own medicine. So that's what I thought. It's, uh, yeah, it's but, but, but it's not because um, um, when you use that expression to give someone a dose of their own medicine, you don't actually you mean never that they, use it. They yeah. took some penicillin or something. That's true. In the, in Though it would be funny if they did, if a doctor was taking some of his uh, <laughs> penicillin he prescribed <laughs> himself. It's like, um, he would be taking a dose yeah, you could make a medicine. joke. You could make a joke about that. Did you hear about the doctor who um, got sick and, and prescribed himself some penicillin? No. He um he gave himself a dose of his own medicine. <laughs> you could probably make a joke out of all of these. Yeah, case. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, what else? Um, just so let's take a trip down memory lane. That, yeah. That's where um 
you're you're just it's something nostalgic. So you're, you're remembering you're, the past. You're remembering the past, but you're enjoying it generally. Yeah. So do you remember the nineties? Come on, let's take a trip down memory lane and go back to the nineties. Yeah, talk about our university experience. Yeah. Do you remember when you were um, students in the nineties? Vaguely. Vaguely, really. <laughs> How was it for you? It was. It was quite blurry. Why? Why blurry? You mean not clear? It was very unclear. No, because that in that period of your life, you're really just spending time drinking and well, you, exper- experimenting. You are, you are anyway. Oh, well, I am you now, were, but then were, I was. You I were wasn't just drinking. I was doing other things too. Oh dear. Okay. And it was, uh, Best you know, not to mention. If you were at university, if if you could remember university, you weren't there. <laughs> right. Okay. As they say. Sorry. Right. To take a trip down memory lane. Okay. Okay. Then we've got to t- to make a mental note. To make a mental note, you, I, I believe you can take a mental note as well. Yeah. But to, certainly to make a mental note. All right. I don't remember you saying that. Um, I was saying that when we were talking about Apple technology. Oh yeah. And how it's changed the way that you you go through life. And previously, you had to remember stuff. You had to make a mental note. Right. But now I you see. can actually just use your. You can actually use an actual phone to take a note, and it's with you, and you can look at Google. Right. To. Um, to find things out rather than need to remember them anymore. I see, I see. So information has been outsourced and memory. Right, so outsourced to our technology yes. stuff. Okay. So it's to make a mental note. To make a mental note. And uh, so to make a note is literally just to write something down. So yes. the mental note is just to, is really just the act of remembering That's something. That's right, of that kind of like, um, so hello, this is my wife Sandra. Yeah. Uh, hello Sandra, and you go, Sandra, I'm gonna, must remember her name is Sandra. And then five minutes later you go, um, ah, oh, what was her name? What was your name again? Sorry, Sandra. Oh, of course, of course. I wish I'd taken a mental note. Sandra. So um, the final one is to take the Mickey out of something, which is quite an obscure kind of British saying. Take them. Take them. Are you taking the Mickey, mate? Are you taking the Mickey out of me? So that's when you're making fun of somebody. Are you taking the Mickey? Would, would making fun also be? Yeah, a, yeah. Are you making fun of me? No, because that's that's, a, that's, that's a phrasal verb, isn't it? No, um, to make fun, make fun. No, it's not a phrasal verb. Oh, it must be. Because because um, fun is a noun, and usually phrasal verbs are a verb and a preposition or an adverb. So you know, to make up a story, oh, I see. Okay. for example. But so fun would have to be the first. Make fun is not. Any more of a phrasal verb than eat breakfast? It's no, breakfast not a verb in both. No, make, no, make and fun a verb. Fun is not a verb. You can't oh, fun. When was last? What's the past participle of fun? Fund. I funned a lot yesterday. <laughs> no, it's like golf. Fun, is, fun is a noun, so like just like verb noun. So I eat breakfast. That's I have true, fun. True. I make fun of someone. It's kind of phrasal. It's definitely a phrase. Is so, it a phrase so to take the Mickey out of something. Yes. The Mickey out of something is. Um, when you're making fun of something, so you're you're having you're laughing at someone, um, laughing at someone. Yeah. So f- I might to do an impression of someone is to is often to take the Mickey out of them. Yeah. So like um, I'm over. I work for the BBC. <laughs> I'm very important. So this is now Luke taking the Mickey make, out of I'm me. I'm taking the Mickey out of Oliver. The, the something is me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. That's it, that's six. That's it, that's the end. So that's six phrasal verbs, six idioms for your uh, enjoyment. And I would say that those phrasal verbs and idioms are ones that are commonly used. They're reasonably common. They're not strange, they're not weird idioms that no one ever says. If you use them, no one will take the mickey out of you. Yeah, true. you just got to use them in a kind of authentic way. Don't just speak in idioms, you know. In English, we don't use idioms like in every sentence. Right? No, but they are very common. They are very common, but it's not, you know, 
we're not just using them in every every second actually uh, this is very sad but sometimes when we're having lunch with teachers at school we do this stupid game where we have to just speak in idioms so we are, we can only we can talk only in idioms it's quite fun do you want to try it for a bit uh, well, I've never, let's see, let's see um, if I know what an idiom is well an idiom is just like a, an expression that's well, idiomatic well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see um, just off the top of my head um, you know if, uh, if I could maybe just get the ball rolling here um, you're just touching base with me yeah exactly I'm just touching base you know going forward um, I thought that something we, we maybe should set out some kind of milestone plan um, just to um, just to get the just to kick off proceedings. What, yeah. what do you? Uh, what's your? Uh, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to make a create a storm in a teacup. No, well, no, or open a can of worms. Yeah. Throw the cat amongst the pigeons, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. No, no, no one wants to do that. No, certainly not. Um, so, um, what's your viewpoint generally on the state of affairs in in the in the newspapers? Certainly, yeah. Well, it's a. Um, it is a can of worms. It really is. It really is. It's a, it's a bit of a nightmare. It is a nightmare scenario. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm running out of idioms. What about the Sun? You know the Sun newspaper. Yeah. It's released the Sunday Sun today, which is tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow yeah. Which is the their new Sunday paper. Which is the news of the world dressed up. Yeah. As, a, as well, it's the Sun dressed. It's news of the world dressed up as the Sun. Yeah, it's basically the same thing, isn't it? Again. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that was the end of that bit. Um, <laughs> I'm more experienced at doing the idioms game, so I uh, maybe you roll. I was you, able you, to you, roll. Dropped, you really dropped me in it. Though. Yeah, I did. I threw you in at the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I was just rolling with it, just um, just really just improvising off the top of my head. Um, okay, I think that's probably enough for this episode of Luke's English Podcast for today. And thank you very much for listening. That that's it. Thanks for listening. I think that's probably all we've got time for at this stage. I think it is. It's, it's, um, I could sign off. I think we'll probably sign off. Just wrap this whole thing up now. Just summarise <laughs> that. That's basically it. That's all you're going to get. Um, we're not really going to be able to proceed any further. I pretty much think we've, we're almost running out of time now. It's time. It's um, you can put a full stop at the end. We of can this. probably put a period at the end of this. Full stop. This. Um, you know, time's up, ladies and gentlemen. So, once again, um, I'd just like to say thank you very much for downloading another episode of Luke's English Podcast. I'm afraid this is all we've got time for. Um, so we're going to have to just um, put a halt on proceedings now. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. Don't forget that you can email me at luketeacher at hotmail.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.